Hey, hey, stay. How's it going? Hi, uh, going good. <laughs> Enjoying another London evening. <laughs> a long day of parenting. Yeah. What a, do you have like a, a set bedtime or does it kind of vary day to day? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, we have quite a routine. It's uh, bath time at 9 or 10 p.m., depending on the day. Uh, and then uh, with a few uh, intermittent uh, waking ups in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, <laughs> waking up at around 8. So that's kind of it. It's not much of a routine, but <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I mean that's a, at least like some set times. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah, it helps a lot to have those in place. Uh, it makes a whole a huge difference to have some predictability. <laughs> uh, I've, How about uh, you? Yeah. Let's see. What have I been up to the last week? Um, I was watching a lot of the CrossFit games this weekend, even though okay. I, I did CrossFit for like 10 years until I tore my ACL, but I still like, I think it's a fun sport outing fitness exercise. Um, so that was fun this weekend. Um, wow, okay. yeah. and nice. I didn't know we were into CrossFit. I knew you were into hiking, hiking, but CrossFit. It's the one with the whole like range of really tough exercises, like the ropes, the uh, rubber tires and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. I've Over the years, I've done all of that in some form. Normally not the form that you see on like ESPN, more of like the, 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 the baby version of it with a small tire or like... <laughs> wow, uh, that's still crossfit. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's fun. It's very much, it feels like... Uh, like field day as a kid when you like would do just fun things and it was also fun just being able to show up at a gym and say like here's what we're doing today and not have to ever worry about making any decisions about like what you were going to do because it was all already all all chosen for you oh that's good okay yeah i thought it was way more chaotic i guess so you didn't choose like oh i'm gonna do ropes i'm gonna do like jumping yeah. whatever's yeah every every crossfit class i've been to has the same structure you walk in they usually do like five minutes of like warm-up and that kind of thing and then normally like the first half is like the skills portion where you do where you do like one exercise slowly with like rest in between reps maybe that's like back squat maybe that's uh like something with a lot of weight or it could be something with a lot of skill where you're doing a lot of practice. Like we're going to practice how to do rope climbs today. We're going to um, practice how to, you know, um, do muscle ups or something like that. And then the last, you know, it could be five minutes. It could be 20 minutes or longer of the workouts, usually the workout of the day, which is the fast paced workout where it's like you have this much time to do all this stuff in some form. And maybe that's, um, you do it and it takes you as long as it takes you, or maybe it's like you have 10 minutes and whether you're super fit or, or like just starting out, everyone's going to work for 10 minutes and then we're all going to stop together. Oh, okay. Um, nice. I, I, I really like those kinds of workouts because everyone kind of, everyone's kind of going at their own pace and everyone starts at the same time and ends at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a lot of the CrossFit I've seen. It seems like really intense, but rope climbing, that sounds good. I could get into that. Rope climbing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rope, rope climbing, as soon as, it, as soon as it like clicked for me and like how to put my feet in like the right way over the rope, it, it became one of my favorite exercises. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you know really well how to climb ropes now. <laughs> That's like a useful skill, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I, I can see it. Yeah, uh, nice. Yeah. And yeah. how's uh, Salt Lake? Any interesting things happening around? <laughs> um, I think uh, we had like some crazy thunderstorms this past week, which have been interesting. But luckily, they didn't mess up our 
uh, Smashing Pumpkins concert we went to last week. So. Oh wow! Okay. Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, Smashing Pumpkins fan. Okay, learning new stuff. Yeah, I love the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, they're great. Oh yeah, nice. Uh huh. Yeah, you're, you're like a couple years younger than me, so you would have been like, yeah. uh, listening to them in high school, middle school. Uh, yeah, yeah, high school uh, around uh, seven. No, no, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen, maybe. Yeah, I think I was late <laughs> to the party, though. I mean, uh, they were like they were kind of like already at past the peak, hmm. or like they're at the peak now. They've always <laughs> been at the peak, I guess, <laughs> but past like the initial peak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Billy Corgan. I mean, how, how's Billy Corgan? Is he still, what is he, like 60 now? <laughs> he's he's still doing great. He was still killing it on stage. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. I didn't even know they still toured. Yeah. I was watching a movie and there was this cover of uh, Tonight, I think. Tonight, Tonight. Yeah. Uh, it was <laughs> not by them, but by some. Oh, I think it was, was it The Bear? Yeah, I've been watching The Bear. Oh, yeah. You know, I yeah. think I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. The part where they do, uh, no spoilers, but someone does karaoke. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. That was the part. And I was like, ah, Smashing Pumpkins. My youth. <laughs> Man, the, the Bear was also, like, season two is, like, amazing. Like, yeah. Like season one okay. was great, but season two was amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I'm still at episode, I think, five. And I ha I've heard like lots of mixed reviews about it, uh, mainly because I think it's a slightly different style than the first season, I guess. First season was a bit more intense, more aggressive, I guess, with that whole atmosphere of like chefs. I mean, yeah. They really like did a great job of uh, catching that whole chef vibe which is yeah. something else i think you'd have to have a certain type <laughs> of personality to, to to do it it uh it it feels like what anthony Bourdain described in yeah. like his first book like just about the chaos of being yeah. a restaurant worker and yeah. how the it just chaos. takes over all parts of your life <laughs> uh-huh yeah exactly the chaos and the cocaine and the heroin occasionally crack, I guess. Yeah, it's stuff. yeah. Just like, it sounds like just people trying to do anything to stay awake for long periods of time yeah. and trying to be on for that long. I, I, yeah, I've never worked in restaurant or food industry. Um, but I've, I've only heard stories and I'm, I'm not missing that I didn't get the chance. <laughs> yeah, it's a very tough business. I mean, lots of respect for like servers, uh, for chefs. It's something else. Yeah, yeah. but I really like the bear. It's. Like, <laughs> I think it's one of my favorite shows, and the whole way it's like filmed, directed. I really liked season two, even though it had like. A slower vibe, I guess, in the first episodes and more character driven, I guess, or like moment driven. But yeah, it was really uh, so far really nice. Looking forward, I think I'm gonna put it tonight after we give Jonah the bath, like little <laughs> parent uh, series watching time. That's the routine, at least for the past two days. So, not much of a routine yet, but. We're kind of like making it a routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. And on the hardcover front, lots of things happening. Yeah, then I've been like, uh, one thing that's really, I think, helped me kind of focus the last like week or so is uh, kind of at night when I'm like tired, kind of too tired to do any work, just kind of wanting to relax, but also like, do something a little bit productive is I've been like just pulling up hardcover on staging on my phone and just like using it for fun for like, you know, a little while and then just taking notes of anything I see that I want to change. And so now I have this huge obsidian dock with like things from, from tiny, tiny little pixel changes to like, uh, like 
add a mini version of the book header that changes when you go to other pages of the books book section, you know, or like what's what's another big one? Um, ability to buy a book. Oh <laughs> you know, yeah, things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. I have been doing the same, and I think it's the first time I actually got like really excited on staging <laughs> of like the stuff I'm seeing there. Which is like, I mean, we're building it for, uh, we've been building it for the, the past two years uh, uh, with uh, <laughs> like, yeah. And to actually have that moment after two years, I mean, I think we've been having, we've been trying out hardcover a lot, uh, but yeah, it felt like kind of different when I saw this version on staging, I think it's really going to be like uh, <laughs> fun to use. That's just say that. Yeah, that it's funny you say that because I feel like I had that same moment like this past week when I was using it on staging as well, where it's like, oh, I think I think this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 same. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's exciting. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, definitely. If we have I mean, any listeners and you want to like try it on staging, <laughs> please do. That's like a preview into what's to what's to come and it's looking pretty good. Yeah. Time, starting to pay off yeah i'm i'm trying to like curb myself from adding any new features and just like polishing now and yeah. just, <laughs> That's just to get it a hard mission <laughs> yeah. aside from the profile section which i think i'll probably you know convert to using the new book groups where it shows like lists yeah. and things like that but i guess yeah. that's polished too <laughs> yeah at least it's easy i mean now that we have the components not easy, easy, but easy that, you know, it's yeah. doable in the whole batch. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more organized and the things are starting to yeah. make sense, fall into place. At least that's my, uh, like feeling of, uh, of it. Yeah. I was, I was kind of realizing that I think we got a lot of the information architecture, right. But then we hadn't had time to like update the UI to match the, you know, all, all the prototypes that you've, you've made and, and just getting it so that it enables the information architecture to flow in a way that we, we, we had it in our heads, but we hadn't really like gotten it out yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd say the same thing. I mean, it takes a lot of time and, you know, we're like <laughs> a really small team. So, <laughs> uh, I guess now is the time when it comes into fruition, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, as I as I've been playing it with it on staging, I was thinking there's like one other part that I'm not going to try to get into this release, but I think would be a fun, pretty quick project, and it might even replace the I, I could see it replacing Ask Jules in the nav bar. And nav, you would still be able to get to Ask Jules from Explorer, but uh -huh. in the in the nav bar, what if we yeah. had like trending, and that was just like, you know, the books that are currently most popular on hardcover by genre, you know, something like that. Some way of exploring like what's currently hot, what people are currently reading, what they're looking forward to in the future, split up by genre. Yeah, I can see that. I think that would work. I think we should, yeah, test it out, see how it works. I mean, you can ask Jules in the, uh, from the explore uh, section and uh, trending definitely seems like a good thing to have, especially because we're planning discussions and there also mm -hmm. might be trending discussions, you know, about books that people are like, really talking about. And that might be like interesting to, to show there. So it's books, but maybe when discussions are in, we can use that to uh, also push those maybe. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it could be like, under trending, there could be different reasons that something's trending. It could be, um, you know, from most most looked forward to, most read, most discussed. How we yeah. how we uh, do that could be interesting, but it could it could end up making almost like a a leaderboard for like here are the most discussed books on hardcover. If you want to oh, yeah. go have a discussion, go to one of these books. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Some of the topics might be pretty hot. I mean, I, I can imagine like for new releases, if you're an author and you're releasing a book and mm -hmm. it's like highly anticipated and talked about, you'd want to like see that. You'd really want to like be there 
uh, and see it, see what people are talking about on hardcover. So yeah, definitely. Let's yeah, let's uh, let's implement that. We're gonna have, need to find the Nikon. So for trending, maybe like mm. uh, thunder something. I, I was uh, the one that came to mind for me was that like up into the right like diagonal arrow. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's trending. Yeah. 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 Actually, when I search for trending, it's a arrow trend up. It's a okay arrow trend up. Yeah. <laughs> That, I'm not even gonna search for it. It looks right. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll share my screen just to show it here too. <laughs> yeah. Like oh yeah, a, here we go. Yep, that's trending. All right. And yeah, when I went to a uh, <laughs> trend. <laughs> oh, here we go. Lots of financially stuff in there. Yeah. There's a shovel. Okay, there's a shovel. How is a shovel <laughs> trending? Yeah. Yeah, shovel trend trend. Mm, Sometimes that's... I try to I try to figure out like why did this show up in yeah. search for me on Font Awesome? And I and I wonder. <laughs> that's a trend. shovel. Well, you are trend you're digging a hole, so the hole is trending, I guess. <laughs> I mean your trend yeah. It's 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 trenching. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> maybe that was it. Yeah, I don't know. some of these—they're uh, really surprising. Yeah, yeah. Don't shout oh, for trench. trench. Okay, that's trench. <laughs> okay, okay. You're trenching. We're trenching. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, but the icon is good. Let's. Yeah, we can we can, we can stick to that. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking. You know, not gonna push back the release to get that in, but we can mm -hmm. uh, we can probably drop that in. It's kind of a a quick a quick one after but before like while, while we're researching and planning discussions yeah. that can be one of the small like things we work on yeah definitely that that, that sounds good yeah it's gonna be a nice thing to uh, change in that nav bar it's uh interesting uh, to change stuff in there and see how uh people react so uh yeah if you're watching this and you have feedback on the stuff you see in the nav bar and the stuff you're going to see in the nav bar, I think definitely like, tell us. <laughs> Do you have any uh, uh, deep dive topics you were thinking about for today? Well, we got some feedback for discussion. So I was hoping maybe to talk about that for a bit and uh, maybe uh, even take a quick look at the prototypes and see uh, based on the feedback we received so far, which things stand out and sort of talk about our early conclusions or not conclusions, but early like uh, impressions. Hypothesis. Hypoth yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Did yeah. you have anything you wanted to talk or was it around this topic? It was, as well? it was that exact thing. See? Oh, okay. we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Since sync, trending. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Discussions are trending. Oh, yeah. Okay. As is all this jasmine tea. So oh, yeah. Do you, do you want to uh, do this with a screen share or do you want to just uh, chat about things in general first? Um, yeah, we can do this with the screen share to have that backdrop of uh, the actual, uh, should we show the actual prototypes uh, as a backdrop and uh, talk over the, talk about the feedback we got and uh, what we're thinking to do next based on that feedback? Yeah, I'm okay. done for it. Okay, let me share my screen. So I'm going to share my entire screen see a lot of open tabs and then we're gonna see this whoop this is the new prompt it's looking great by the way and you know <laughs> the way it got oh, nice. created on the feedback channel in discord that's like something else i really yeah. like and, and, and for that do you want me to change the the upvote icon to to this one i'm down for it if you want to uh i just put this one I don't know why, but yeah, I, I think it might uh, it might look better than uh, let's make this yellow. So someone vote you voted for this if you're like seeing this. And I had um, it I had it using like the the um, what is it like the solid version that way if they're colorblind it would be like inverted if if it's okay. even though it's so it's like yellow and inverted. Okay, I think this is the solid version. Oh, okay, so is this? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks good. This looks good. 
I think it might look better than the arrow. I don't know why I like this one in a circle. What do you think? I'd be down for it. Okay. Do, yeah. do you have a, a thought on what the, like the hover state should be? Like when they're hovering over that, mm, that area? Well, maybe like uh, this one, right? Or which one? Yeah. Like right um, now, right now it does this like thing where it, surrounds the entire um entire like box with the border <laughs> it was just the the quick thing i, I threw together but oh uh, yeah that's maybe it could be uh, overkill <laughs> what if it's like this if it's like mm -hmm. just uh slightly maybe let's push it up a notch so people can see it so it's like this when or maybe slightly less it's like this when it's uh inactive and when you hover it becomes like mm. white yeah just I like that. Play with the color yeah, yeah I, I like that because or, or should it be the the inverse one like if it hasn't been selected like uh um so if it hasn't been selected have it be like this uh i think i think i liked it the gray oh, okay. you had it before uh, but like wait. the I, yeah, like yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, that would mean switching up the icon, but I think we can do that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So definitely. if it's so that way, there's um, gray, yep. regular when it's normal, yep. um, white, regular when it's hovered, and then yeah. yellow, solid, solid when it's voted. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm down for that. Okay. Cool. Great. Yeah. That that fixes a, a problem I had where like I was changing it yellow on hover, so it always kind of looked like it was active even after you clicked on it. So yeah, oh, changing okay. it changing gotcha. it to white helps. Yeah, I think like I, I might have used it uh, for other pieces of UI. So when we uh, don't have uh, when we have UI that's not selected it's slightly grayish, then it goes uh, up a notch, but in the same tone when it's hovered, and then it changes to the accent color when it's selected. Hmm. Kind of yeah. like, uh, yeah. I like that. I mean, that's what I always use, so that, yeah, it makes like a, a noticeable difference. Okay, so let's jump in the discussions. So these are the things we put out for feedback. And you can see there are a lot of designs. We're at the phase where there's a lot of uh, iteration and there are a lot of things that we're exploring. So you are going to see a lot of uh, let's say alternatives both for like how a post can look like like we make this bigger and uh how replies can look like and there are a lot of possibilities so now we're taking the time to see which ones would make sense and of course in in the first version you're not probably not gonna see uh many of these but uh, some of these things will be what we'll be working up to for for discussions um so we can go through them uh maybe or we can just uh, i mean these are uh sent in the newsletter so i think you can take a look at them and see for yourselves what do you think adam would i think that would be like yeah interesting because there's a lot of like stuff to cover and yeah maybe maybe we could talk about like what our current hypothesis is for or maybe hypotheses are <laughs> for mm -hmm. uh, discussions right now. Mm -hmm. um, Sounds good. I I did some brainstorming like when I was in Tahoe about this, and I was like, had a list of like all the things that, like I I thought like these are the things people could talk about. <laughs> here here are the things that you could discuss, from you know, um, books to characters to series to your progress on a book to someone else's progress to authors, to uh, links to other sites, to just general questions about the book industry, to questions about being an author, <laughs> kind of like just trying to just 
brain dump everything that someone could talk about. And after I got to there, I tried to like prioritize them. Like this is what my hypothesis is, is the most important thing that I think our readers today would want to talk about. And when I, when I got to that point, that top thing was they want to talk about a book they've just read or are reading <laughs> with other people who are also like interested in that book. That was number one. And so that kind of led me to this prototype up here. Um, I think this is, yeah, this is the, this is the one that I made. You can, you can tell because the colors are very different than everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Good, they're good at them. Color sense. <laughs> Hence that little red. Uh, like I, I read the book. The, the idea was like um, to show like the person who created this discussion thread about this book also read this book, and they've also read two hundred thirty-four other books. That was kind of what I was going for. There is like, oh, how do we? Hey, yeah, I how do we that, get some? I, sorry about that. No, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I thought 234 was the actual like page they were on for this mm -hmm. book. I could see that yeah, too. Interruption, but yeah, I was convinced that was the page number. That would be another neat thing to show, like because potentially we'll have that if they have been updating their progress, so we'll know exactly how far they are. Yeah, I mean, uh, wait, I think at some point. Oh yeah, over here. So. Um, one mm -hmm. of the prototypes, it was like this, but I saw this and I was like, oh, look at that. Another, I mean, a better <laughs> way to, to, to show the page number. So they not only read this book or are reading this book, but uh, yeah, the page number. Yeah. And that I was thinking that the part that says read would change to page number if they haven't completed the book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's smart too. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's maybe even better. That's yeah. how. Yeah. This one, yeah. Yeah, this one makes it more clear, like, for sure. Um, yeah, this is a really nice uh, prototype. And uh, I think that's, like, one of the pieces of feedback we got that were very, very useful. So thanks, uh, you know who you are uh about what they would uh, ask and what they would do after reading a book with discussions uh was yeah exactly uh validating this hypothesis uh that uh, readers want to dive more in the universe of that book where they have questions about the characters where they have questions about the plot twist or they're not like really sure about why a character did something or how they might be perceived uh, based on the story. Uh, but in any case, things that are related to a certain book and that they'd want to discuss with people who read the book. So this is like really uh, smart because it shows uh, that people read that book. It shows the uh, uh, number of books they have read. So sort of like... Uh, we talked about that uh, prestige. Like social social yeah. validation. Yeah, exactly. Prestige, yeah. yeah. Social validation, yeah. Um, I put in this, like, spoiler thing that blurs the text. <laughs> I don't know if you liked it or not, Adam, but <laughs> might be a good... I, I know now we, we're kind of, like, doing the CIA thing, so I think after <laughs> I did this, I liked that whole... Um, What's it called when you redact something? Mm -hmm. Slightly better, but I don't know. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, because we have we have another way of showing spoilers where it's like just it just yellows it out and <laughs> and you have to click and then it shows the text in yellow, but it removes the yellow background. And yeah, but but I guess there's also two ways of having spoilers. It's that the entire thing could be a spoiler or only like a part of it could be a spoiler, like just a word in a sentence. Um, but yeah, for, for the topics themselves, like if we have, 
if we do something like Reddit, where every post has a, a post title and a, a text, mm -hmm. then it's possible for the title to be a spoiler or the text to be a spoiler or both. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's possible for it to be a spoiler in its entirety or partially. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think I like the redacting part better after I made this because I just realized, you know, the, the, maybe you want to have. Uh, so let's try to actually like, so removing the layer blur uh, and this, I was thinking maybe we would turn into uh, something like this and maybe it's like, yeah, this is kind of like what we have now, right? But without the spoilers that to show text. Mm -hmm. So. Oh yeah, I see. So if it's like partial spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be like this or it could be. The way we do it is, uh, I was thinking that it's better the way uh, you first implemented it because you want to have a glimpse of what it's about, but if there are any spoilers, like uh, someone kills like someone else, maybe you just <laughs> want to like, uh, mark that name as a spoiler and you'd want to like read the rest. Yeah. Yeah. And you might want to, yeah. Uh, spoiler out killed as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you mean. Uh huh. You can kind of yeah. get that someone's asking a question about the book and. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or, or, yeah. or another option is like, one of the things I was thinking for this, this view is that like, if you're viewing, if you're viewing this page and you're logged in, we potentially know if you've read this book or not. So there's no reason to hide spoilers if you've already read the book. Oh yeah, and, true. And yeah. so it and and so it would really be for like if you haven't read the book or if you're currently reading it, then you would want to see those spoiler tags. So there might even be something we could add that's like, uh, you know, show spoilers because <laughs> at that yeah. point you don't care anymore. Yeah, true. Are you thinking to have it as a profile option or an option for like each? Uh, piece of discussion like show spoilers if I read the book hmm. maybe a toggle or something like that yeah I was thinking it could just be the default that we always show spoilers if you've read if you've marked the book as read okay yeah that works and then we could toggle that in in profile but I think most people wouldn't even need to toggle it like yeah. I think I, I suspect that could be a, a good default yeah definitely we could make it the default yeah and another point that's been like really interesting is uh, the way uh, the posts are liked, voted, or mm. uh, somehow pushed uh, in uh, importance. And uh, there are a lot of like things we tried. So there are just the uh, hearts like we have now in the feed. Uh, there's the where the hell is that uh the full heart broken heart that's kind of mm -hmm. like upvote downvote but using the heart as a like i really like this or i don't like this um there's thumbs up and thumbs down and uh, there's the voting uh which is like vote uh and one piece of feedback that's I kind of agreed with when I saw the point being made is uh, that downvotes can be weaponized, I guess, or used in a malicious way. So uh, if someone wanted to downvote, like on Reddit, uh, because that's the like biggest example of things uh, that can go wrong with up and downvoting, uh, someone can downvote your posts uh, like in mass, and uh, it can hurt that score for yeah. for each post. At the same time, uh, just having like positive 
votes or likes uh, means that uh, someone, I mean, we can push posts up in priority based on just that one metric. Uh, the reason for downvotes, uh, for which downvotes could be good is that they might do some sort of moderation for us. So someone posted something bad and it received a lot of downvotes, we could hide it or we could uh, investigate that somehow. We could like moderate it. Um, but on the other hand, I think reporting something and just having the likes could potentially uh, just solve all of our issues and then some extra controls. So uh, what we worried about is trolls and bots, I guess. Is there anything else? I uh, I think those are the big things we'd be worried about. But one of the one of the things that um, I this morning on Mastodon I saw this cool link to this paper um, towards intersectional moderation, an alternative model to moderation built on care and power. It's a it's a white paper research paper by someone who's a moderator at the Ask Historian subreddit. And the, that subreddit gets a lot of drama because, you know, it has everything from Holocaust denial deniers to, you know, school kids asking questions about their middle school papers. So it, it needs like a fine, like a broad section of moderation um, concerns in order to get things right. I'm only like a quarter of the way through the paper, but it's already been really fascinating. Um, but one of... Like so, it talks about all these different moderation methods and even like structures of the teams that end up moderating this, from like moderators to Reddit mods to users, and how these different roles like play off each other. And uh, one of the things that that I've liked so far, I think my my opinion will probably iterate over time as I read more of this paper. Um, but one of the topics that I really liked is the concept of having like only an upvote and then under reporting having like different reasons for reporting like um didn't mark spoiler attacking the questioner um you know racist you know like different different reasons for reporting something and then we can use those reasons both to determine if that comment shows up or if we ban that person or what happens next and we could even we could probably do something where like people that are reported end up in like a reporting queue or something. I think that part I still need to figure out, but yeah. but it stops people from piling on. And depending on if that reporting queue is automated or manual, manually processed, um, it could work as a good solution that doesn't automatically ban people, but like highlights the bad actors fast. <laughs> nice, yeah. That's totally agree. That sounds fascinating. Definitely link me to that paper. That sounds that sounds great. And I get like <laughs> the real sensitive issues that uh, might arise on that forum. So it's great that someone already thought about it. I agree. I mean, upvotes and reporting, but with like actually relevant motives. Uh, I think that'll work for us as well. Um, mainly because the, I think if we tr cover much of the things that could be wrong with, uh, uh, with a post, uh, like you mentioned, you know, stuff that's relevant to discussions on hardcover, uh, I think we'd nail many of the cases and with that queue, maybe we can like spend a bit uh, of time because that's like really interesting uh, on how that could be done. I was thinking, you know, how would it look like if we actually had moderators like librarians, like have uh, moderator volunteers and what might be like a good incentive for uh, people to help us moderate because okay, mm -hmm. when we have like 10,000 users, we might be able to get through that queue, but when you have 100,000 users, uh, mm -hmm. that's gonna definitely be impossible. So the options are like, uh, go to uh, a support team 
or have a team of volunteers. And even though having a team of volunteers might be significantly harder to vouch, uh, I think that would be like the way to, to do it. What do you think? Just like as an initial like feeling <laughs> about this. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, probably as we grow, it'll probably go from, um, yeah, we can moderate this ourselves. And then as more people join, we'll probably need a lot of community. We'll need to get community moderation right from the start, <laughs> or at least yeah. like something. And from the start, like that's, that's kind of a given, like, we're not, we're not going to be able to moderate every post on every book at day one. So we need to build it so that it is at some level self-moderating, or at least give tools for the people that are um, most uh, interacting with the book to be the ones that are moderating it. So whatever that looks like. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, and, and then later on, I think probably like uh, allowing authors to moderate some mm. of their own books mm. um, or, you know, um, people within the author's sphere, like maybe the author can approve moderators, like maybe they can select people. Mm. Okay. Um, Perfect. Yeah. And then, but I also think we probably need like a community manager at hardcover who's kind of responsible for like, uh, I guess like the, the, the things that fall between the cracks, like, you know, cause I, we're not going to allow, you know, a moderator to ban a person from hardcover altogether. So we're yes. going to probably need those decisions to be made by someone on our team or, or an algorithm, but I'm worried about doing that with an algorithm because that's how you get, you know, people that are posting really nice things on TikTok, but then they get mass reported by, you know, uh, another sector of TikTok who hates them. Yes. So how, how do we prevent against that happening as well? Which kind of leads me more towards like the reporting sends it to a real person. The real person makes that final decision. Mm -hmm. But then, then you still have the real person who's kind of the the authoritarian uh, authority in charge of it. So it still is, you know, going to be someone's responsibility and someone's problem at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we know how that can go wrong. I mean, luckily we have like lots of examples. Reddit is a big example of uh, subreddits that are under the control of the moderators and the moderators are sometimes, I mean, Moderators on Reddit are great, but sometimes they are abusing that authority or using that authority to do things. I've seen like subreddits for that had millions or like hundreds of thousands of users uh, go like weird, all weird because the moderators decided to be in some way like harmful to that. So yeah, definitely I agree with you that. Uh, those people who actually ban, who report, who uh, decide on the reporting, they'd have to be uh, somehow vouched for because that can go when you're a smaller platform. That's okay. But uh, I was uh, actually looking, uh, someone shared on our Discord that Goodreads has a, a huge uh, librarian problem. And that's not not a surprise because I think I, I saw a group where uh, they mentioned they had 200,000 librarians. So imagine like having 200,000 people who are able to edit the book data and how do those people vouch for? I mean, how are those people like they're uh, in charge of the data on Goodreads and there's 200,000 people. I mean, just imagine like, I don't know, 1%, like, 200, uh, how much is it? 2000 like users, uh, doing like some malicious stuff. You can already have authors like bullied out of the platform. You can, uh, I mean, this is happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially since like, you know, there's so, there's so much surface area that even with 200,000 people, you have, let's say 10 million books. So if you yeah. squeeze in a couple extra books somewhere or delete a couple somewhere, it's going to be very hard for the other librarians to even notice until, you know, it, it becomes a problem for them. Yeah. But there's, yeah, it's a, it's a hard problem for sure. 
Yeah, it's a hard one. And uh, I think a big part of planning for discussions is like planning for discussions to go wrong in the many ways that they can go wrong. Um, so there's the moderation part. I was also wondering what we can do uh, pre-moderation. So things we can, um, steps we can take so that we make sure that whoever posts can do as like mm, as little trolling or, or no trolling at all and no spam because like spam is like a bot thing trolling is like a troll thing so those are the things we have to the main things we have to watch out for now i was thinking that we could do stuff like uh throttling which reddit does pretty neatly so that you know when you're posting a lot uh on some subreddits you have to take a break so you can't post like a lot unless you have a certain amount of karma that's one thing we could use yeah or if you're uh, a supporter then you don't yeah otherwise yeah, you can only post yeah. once every couple minutes or something yeah, that's great because, I mean, the supporter plan, uh, apart from, like, really uh, helping us uh, push hardcover where we want, uh, is also a way to vouch that someone is real because they have a verified account. Uh, there's also the onboarding, which uh, is an extra step, but I guess if bots as well as trolls can bypass that pretty easily. But it is an extra step. I mean, some trolls might be uh, discouraged by uh, by that. Um, what else was there? Let me see. We had some stuff written uh, written here. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, oh yeah, uh, maybe you have like a set number of uh, like posts you can make per day, and if you're a supporter or you've got like you're really popular so that you build up your kind of like contributions. Uh, you can like contribute more. Maybe we can like mm -hmm. think of something in that area. It's tricky. I know, but uh, that could be like a thing. So, but I guess yeah. throttling would solve it. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Yeah. I wonder like, yeah, what I'm trying to think what problem that would mostly solve. It would be like if someone came in and they just want to like just spam things or troll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think throttlings might 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 solve it, or at least it would limit their negative impact. But then, yeah, yeah, it would it, it would work. I was thinking that uh, yeah, that's the thought I had behind like this score which can be like an informal score it doesn't have to be like karma on reddit so it can just be like the number of likes that you uh you had so it can just be like a simple thing like the number of likes uh but uh i was thinking that it might also encourage people to make to think twice about what contribution they make to a post so let's say for instance uh, when you're just like starting out on hardcover, maybe you can like post like 30 posts or replies per day. That's like enough. But when you get to that point, uh, it, there is a limited number. And depending on the number of likes you get on all those posts you make, you can post more uh, so that you'd be encouraged to really think about what you're contributing uh with to the discussion so that you know it's more appreciated but yeah that's kind of like and i think we can stick to throttling because yeah, yeah as i said it it might be <laughs> too extra and yeah An another maybe. option is like yeah. uh once you've like imported your good your your books from another site or like added like 25 books or, you know, marked some number of books as read, then we lift your comment cap and you go from being able to do, you know, 30 a day to unlimited with throttling or something like that. So it's, it's not like a, a, a tiered thing. It's more like 
at some point you hit a you hit a trigger where we think like oh we think you're probably real and then we allow uh -huh. you to post any amount of stuff okay yeah that works yeah, yeah that's nice that's a nice uh, way of uh, of doing it plus like most people that are currently um you know using the site would already qualify for it at that point so yeah definitely definitely yeah that sounds good importing your library is definitely not the thing bots can do yet they may might be able to do that with ai but yeah i think we okay. have to like uh, take into account that bots may, might get smarter and we definitely don't want bots to spam uh like your favorite discussions on your favorite book that would be like a huge disappointment yeah so Definitely. Yeah, kind of on that that topic, I was thinking we probably need a way for either the author or for moderators or for um, admins to disable discussions on a book. Like, you know, just, you know, like this book doesn't have discussions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or I think uh, I was reading in that paper, they had um, another topic for discussions, which was that they quarantine certain subreddits. And quarantine subreddits don't show up in search. Um, they're never recommended. You know, they're basically like, unless uh -huh. you know it already exists, you can't ever get there. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I think it might like solve some some problems. So like it's like a DDoS attack on a book, and let's say someone who really hates an author trained like 1000 AI bots that made the hardcover account. They went through onboarding, they added some books, let's say, and they're now spamming the, all the books from that author with like spammy content and they're liking each other's stuff. So you have <laughs> 100 bots liking 100 things. It's mm -hmm. a, like unlikely to happen, but let's say it does, maybe yeah. that's the future uh what would we do in that case and quarantine definitely like seems like a good idea then we'd need like some way to clean that up but i guess if we detect like malicious activity from 1000 like pretty awkward users i think we can like mass ban them if 1000 mm -hmm. users made like their accounts in the same like seconds and they don't have a profile picture maybe that's and they're probably all from the same IP. And, yeah. Maybe and, they make them uh, go for different IPs. I was thinking, like, mm, can, they, yeah. can they do that or is it harder? Well, and, someone would have to really hate an author to do that. But, <laughs> one, uh, one other potential thing that could help with that section, that idea is uh, if, in addition to quarantine, another setting is uh all like moderator approval required for posts so like you you make a post only you can see it until it's been approved by a moderator so that's kind of like an in-between step where it's like um we want this to be open but only to good people so it's kind of like i don't think that would be a long-term solution for for a yeah. book but it's 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 almost like an under attack solution yeah yeah, we need, I mean, this is like, we need that this, uh, this stuff to think of it, about it before it happens, I guess, because it's going to be like way easier to deal with it. So yeah, I think that, that that's a good idea. I think between the things we discussed, definitely, I mean, it would help a lot. Um, one piece of feedback we got uh, from the same reader I mentioned earlier was being able to shut down replies on your post. Mm, mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the same thing. I like that, uh, that, that option. I was also thinking, you know, like Twitter does it. Uh, I mean, Twitter does like only people mentioned by whoever posted it can reply. I was thinking like have it only for the people in your network because assuming the people you follow are people you like, Maybe you'd want to limit that post to uh, replies only from the people you follow. So there could be like those options. The first one would be like complete shutdown. And the second one would be just limited to the people I follow. 
What do you think? I'm not sure how I feel about that for something that lives in the book section. I think if it's like living on your profile, then yeah. I think that that situation makes sense because then you're like you're the owner of it. But I feel like if you're posting in the book section, you're you're kind of starting a public chat about this book. Yeah, true. But I, I do like the idea that you can disable all comments, like if things go bad, and yeah. maybe like the moderator can do that, but you can also, and maybe even if you're not the main poster, but if you're applying to the main poster, you could disable comments on your own on on your reply to someone else's post saying like, I just want to join the conversation and say this, but I'm not looking yeah. for feedback on what I said. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I definitely would be. I mean, I uh, maybe I'd like both options for that kind of post you mentioned when it's maybe something like this and you just want to, maybe you want to like make something, some kind of content, but only with the people in your network. Uh, so maybe in the like, architecture of things we also take that into account so it's not it's like those like two levels but definitely yeah, yeah we can yeah. have like that like uh, maybe it's uh, we'll have to see how we do it in design i'm still thinking about you know how you can uh, do things without showing like these three dots like next to each reply uh I'm thinking maybe a long press on each reply might uh, render a drawer where you have all these things like reports. Uh, if it's yours, you can block uh, comments uh, or yeah, other options, let's say. But yeah, I'd have to explore that. I don't want to like be, <laughs> every network has these three things which bring up a like small menu, like we have now and on hardcover. So yeah, yeah, I was thinking how to make it like as clean as possible. So it's like a reading experience as much as possible. Yeah. 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 Getting the, the view right of like the individual like thread like mm -hmm. here, here's the question or whatever in the description yeah. and then all the replies. I, I liked, I liked some of the prototypes you had where there was like that line down the side. So it shows it's like nested under that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I like this, right? Yeah. I think, I think like threading this in, in some way that makes it clear, like where it, it sits in the discussion with nested threads is, is good. Like, that's one thing that, like, uh, if you've ever used um, Discourse, like mm -hmm. the forum software, uh -huh. um, no, it's like, yeah. it's a, so it's an open source, it's supposed to be like a replacement for a forum kind of thing, um, but it's like a single, it's like a single thread all the way down. So it's like, you know, topic, post, 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 post. But if someone wants to reply to someone in the middle, your post just goes at the very end and that uh, makes it hard please. to tell like, oh, I'm, I'm not reading this linearly. I'm reading this in flat. So yeah, having like um, hierarchical, hierarchical data, I think for sure <laughs> for, for this. Yeah, yeah, that sounds, uh, yeah, that's what I tried over here. And uh, yeah, I kind of like that as well. Uh, I was thinking like how many levels does it go down? I know Reddit goes down like an infinite number of levels <laughs> and I don't like that. I was thinking like two levels. I know Twitter does something like this. So you get the post, you get the replies and then you get some replies to replies, but then you'd have to basically uh, tap uh, somewhere over mm -hmm. here, let's say uh, well, without like with more spacing to to see this thread and it would like make this uh one like the the primary would go in the uh, place of this mm -hmm. one uh, so uh, you just show the replies and the replies to the replies and maybe just like one or two replies to replies and uh yeah i think that could be i think that's pretty well researched uh else something like this might work as as well for the nested ones. I think one of the things that comes to mind for me with this is that 
readers also are writers a lot of the time. Like they like to write a lot. Like mm -hmm. I, I like when I think about TikTok comments, TikTok comments are limited to like I don't know how many characters, but it seems like about 140. Mm -hmm. While I imagine some of these questions and some of these topics are going to be like essays. <laughs> like yeah. people are people are going to be writing a lot and then they're yes. going to be replying to other people and writing a lot and then the people yeah. are going to be replying to those people and writing a lot. So we have to yeah, think about it in a way like assuming people are going to write basically novels. <laughs> yes, we have reviews that are very, very, very long. Uh, sorry about the noises, my cat's trashing the <laughs> trash can because she wants food. Uh, I was also thinking uh, of like actual threads because uh, another like potential like thing we could uh, cover, lots of people write articles like this. So uh, this would be a discussion that has like, uh, this would be like the second iteration maybe of the discussions where you're allowed to post like anything. So it doesn't have to be related to a book. Uh, but uh, let's say you have some like something like this and then maybe you'd want to thread it so that this is like the main post and then each reply uh, on your thread is uh, like each of these books explained so you'd uh, mm. uh, have a post like this i have to mock it up but then you would uh, reply and uh, dive into each of these books with a small paragraph and that would mimic like the structure of all the articles on all the blogs so it gives it opens up the possibility to actually like having your book blog replicated or like maybe even made from scratch on hardcover. So you'd be able to book blog on hardcover and make a following uh, yeah. with things like this. One, uh, one thing that came to mind as you were describing this is like the same, the same end goal could be accomplished by making a list and then adding a reason for why every book was added to that list. Because you're effectively, you're creating a list, sci-fi and fantasy books, you're giving a description, you're adding these books to it. And then for mm -hmm. each book in that list, you're giving a reason on like why. Mm -hmm. But it, it like seeing it in this format is a lot more attractive for like sharing than just sharing a list where someone visits it and they're like, okay, here's a big list. Where do I, where do I get started? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, so... I wonder about, I wonder about like some synergy between like, uh, I hate that word. Some, some, <laughs> some way of working lists into discussions. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, uh, maybe we can explore that next. I had some like uh, mock-ups based on this because the way we're probably going to start is with something like this and we'll gradually move. So here you can only post on the book page about a certain book, which makes things uh, easier for us. And this is basically, I think, the major use case for discussions. But then slowly moving towards like having, how do we make the feed have that quality to it? I think like allowing or encouraging posts like this, which are basically like what you see on all book blogs. So this basically would mean that you log on hardcover and have access to many, many authors that write on book blogs or book bloggers that share their content on hardcover as well. We can maybe also do canonical links on this. So it links to the original article as well. So, yeah. 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 There's a, a lot, a lot to figure out, but I, I like this direction of like the first step is potentially adding, adding a discussion for every book. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, one, one of the, as I was thinking about that earlier today, I was even thinking like, um, if, if someone posts about Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, then they're posting about that specific book. They're not posting about the Harry Potter series. So if you yeah. wanted to post about the entire series, we can have a, a discussion on the series page as well. And that covers all of the books. And that's, that's effectively the same as this, except it's just tied to a series rather than a book. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, starting this way 
I think I, it makes sense from an informa- from an architecture perspective uh, because yeah, this is tied to a book, but then later on, if we just let's say eliminate that book as the root of the the post, it can just be a post about yeah. anything. So yeah, exactly. yeah, I guess now we have to uh explore every use case uh so that we don't bump into problems later on when we want to make something i mean when we want to build on this and i think this is a good starting point because we can just take out things and they become like regular posts and then you know given that we figure out a way to make the main feed uh keep that quality that we'd see in discussions yeah, we can move that. Uh, we can make that step pretty easily. So yeah, it kind of it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. And that's good. I think well, yeah, we've covered a lot of ground, so we could it, yeah. Yeah, I I'm I'm liking this this uh, direction for it. I think when I I have the first user interview on Wednesday with the first person who signed up, um, I'll add you to that calendar invite. And I'm thinking I'll probably show these um, these posts or th- these screens on the book page since yeah. that's our kind of current hypothesis. And uh, mm-hmm. we can kind of just like, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be rough these first user interviews, but most of the questions are gonna be before they even see the prototype. And then half of them are gonna be after they see it. So yeah. we'll be able to kind of mix and match what they think they want with like a, an example and see what, what uh, works and doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going in a good, I have a good feeling about, about it. Discussions uh, are kind of like a really, <laughs> I mean, it's the moment we open up like what we set out to do, create like this sentiment around books. And of course, when you see in the feed people like, reading this, wanting to read this, liking your list, liking this. That's interesting, but you know, you'd wanna like see the protein, see why people like do things, why people like things, talk about characters, talk about lore, talk about all that kind of stuff. So if we open that up in a smart way, because that's the thing, you have to be able to find it. You have to be able to like browse and jump in any discussion. If we nail that, yeah, I think it's gonna be like a really good uh, thing plus yeah. it's a social platform and yeah we have so much to learn from all the others i think <laughs> we're like even like in this category like social platforms even if we could like be like a really good social platforms platform but just for books i think there's a lot of people who would like appreciate that and use it to like yeah for do sure. all sorts of things which yeah. we might not even imagine. I mean, definitely, <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah, they're gonna do a lot of stuff with this. Hopefully, not a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great, good, good talk. Um, yeah, I think I think that's a good stopping point for today. Yeah, good, perfect. Cool. Well, until next week. Yeah, yeah. have a good one. Have a good one. Talk to you later. See ya.